Today, we navigate the thorny territory of physical attractiveness and what happens when you feel like you're just not attracted anymore. The answer to this dilemma is maybe not what you would expect. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is designed to help busy couples like yourselves move away from conflict and unhappiness to build a marriage you'll love today and treasure for a lifetime. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Learn how you can help save marriages, prevent divorces, and keep families intact by going to oyf.support. Once again, that website is oyf.support. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Valinda Simone Gundel from Only You Forever. Welcome to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you're looking for. We have a delicate episode for you this week, a delicate topic, I should say. This is episode number 226, and today we're going to be answering a question about what to do when your spouse has let himself or herself go, and you don't feel attracted anymore. Hey there, before we get started, if you missed last week's episode, we discussed how shift work impacts marriage. It's worth going back and checking out. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming shows from us. If you're struggling with your marriage, we offer sound, research-based advice, and most of all, we offer hope. Okay, let's get into the topic of physical attraction. Does physical attraction affect marriage? (laughs) Obviously. I thought that was a really good header, actually. Why? You know, I was being sarcastic. It's very obvious. Oh, okay. But it's always nice to have research to confirm these things. Research generally shows that there is a link between how attractive you perceive you're supposed to be and how satisfied you are with the marriage. Surprise, surprise. But what is interesting is that this effect is generally much more pronounced for men than for women. Surprise, surprise. Probably because we're socialized that way. Are you just going to say surprise, surprise all the way through? (laughs) So what happens as couples get older, husband's perception of their wife's attractiveness appears to remain important, but this factor becomes less important for women over time. Here's three studies that looked into this issue. Uh, One in 2014 found that for the first four years of marriage, physical attractiveness of your spouse was a strong predictor of marital satisfaction for men and less important predictor for women. Okay. An older study from 76, 1976 that is, investigated the same thing in middle-aged couples who had been married between 10 and 20 years. And the physical attractiveness of the wife was still an important predictor of satisfaction for the husband, but the reverse was not true for women in this age group. Hmm. And the same for older couples. This is from a study in 1980 that had been married for 30 plus years. So it's very important for young men and somewhat important for young women. And then the woman, it just becomes less important, but it remains so for men. But men, it still remains important. Yes. But interestingly, I had this question come to us from a woman. A wife. Really? Yes. Okay. And this is what it was related to. Is what, what about when one spouse becomes less attractive or lets himself go or lets herself go, mm-hmm. as the saying goes? Couples normally rate themselves as being equal in terms of attractiveness at all stages of life. So this means that a young what? couple might both decide that they're not supermodels or anything, but they're both, you know, a solid seven out of 10. Okay. So if I was asked to rate my attractiveness and you were asked to rate yours, yeah, we would be likely to report the same number. Huh. Okay. Nine and a half. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm not quite sure how I should take that right now. I just rated myself in front of everybody and you burst out laughing. (laughs) (laughs) You're just so full of yourself. Okay. So maybe maybe this couple 20 years later, they, they would both give themselves a five. Maybe in their golden years, they'd give themselves a two or a three. I don't know. 
how people see that. But the, the point is so that maybe they never change. Maybe they always see themselves as a certain thing. Yes, true. There's medication for that. You know, like when you're 80, honey, I'm sure you'll still think you're a nine and a I'm half. I'm a nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That'll Sorry. be a sad day. Okay. The point is they'll give each person gives themselves an equal score to their spouse. So. That is very interesting. Yes. Okay. But when this was not the case and one spouse lets themselves go or becomes less attractive in their spouse's eyes, the researchers did note that this normally does not impact marital quality. Okay. So, you know, there's a little bit of a dilemma in here, right? And it's hard to figure some of this stuff out, but it kind of begs the question, how is attraction not linked to marital quality? Because it kind of seems like it is, and then it seems like it isn't. So like, what's going on? Well, what is actually probably going on behind all this is that attraction generally is based on much more than physical appearance. Attraction to your spouse is partly physical, Mm. but it's also strongly determined by the levels of intimacy in your marriage, the emotional connection between you, the quality of time that you spend together, your attentiveness to one another, the level of support your spouse offers, your self-esteem, the frequency of your sex, and other kinds of relationship factors. And this is shown in a couple of studies, uh, 199 and one in 2005, Hmm. that it is this multidimensional experience that all comes together to do this thing that we call attraction. Right. Now, if you stop and think about it, that makes sense. But I th- although I think that the truth of this is somewhat or maybe a lot obscured in a pornified culture, like where there's a lot of porn or where even where we really accentuate that, you know, a certain body type and age is ideal. Okay. Because in that culture, you're led to believe that the most attractive, physically attractive person offers the best sexual experience and maybe the best partner experience. Okay. Do you know what I mean? But in reality, a lifetime of developing all of the beautiful facets of marriage, emotional, spiritual, relational, are actually the things that culminate in the best sexual experience and the best overall intimacy Okay. and attractiveness, right? Yeah. And that's, that's a lovely concept and one that should we, we should all strive for. But the flip side is also true that if you're less attracted to your spouse, while you may have fixated on their physical appearance, it's also much more likely that the overall marital quality is just not there. Hmm. In other words, you're frustrated with your spouse or you're resentful or you're disappointed or you're upset with them or you're upset with them. Mm -hmm. And consequently, you're not sexually attracted. Right. It's more of a follow-on. Okay, okay. Right? So when you run into this issue of feeling like you're no longer attracted, it's probably high time that you focused on restoring the quality of your marriage by dealing with the underlying emotional, relational, and spiritual problems. Okay. Rather than just buying your spouse a gym membership. Right. Just a gentle hint there. <laughs> and I, I think I can illustrate this rather crudely, but probably accurately. Imagine you were single for a moment. And you had the opportunity to marry the most beautiful woman in the world. Not you, Verlinda, but a listener. There's just one issue. She's okay. a total brat. Okay. Entitled, stuck up, selfish, self-centered, self-absorbed. And you're like, nah, thanks. I'll take a pass on that. Uh-huh. Or as a woman, you could marry the sexiest man on earth, except that you know beforehand that he's physically and emotionally abusive. This can be the same thing, right? Not, not worth, worth it. it. Yeah. Or to put a finer point on it, the whole package is definitely not attractive. Mm. See where I'm going? Yep. Like the whole package, not just the physical appearance. Yes. So we talk about letting yourself go, but it's there's probably a constellation of unattractive issues. Hmm. And that's the point. If you're not attracted to your spouse, it's more likely because there's something wrong with that whole package. It's highly unlikely that it's only about their change in physical appearance. Hmm. 
Now, if you're listening today, you may also be tuned in because you're on the receiving end of even criticism related to this. And maybe you've had some very damaging messaging around your body image and you need to heal from that messaging. Well, today's bonus guide for our patrons teaches you how to learn to love your body again. And this is not some kind of hocus pocus thing, but it's based on a research study that looked at how believers, how Christians can use biblical statements about our bodies to restore healthy, loving self-image. And it works. And as we noted in episode 88 of our podcast, this is one essential element of improved sexual functioning. Is your own self-image. Yes, how you see yourself. Okay. And you can get this by becoming a patron of the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. We'll take a short 60-second break here to tell you more about that. What happens when the fairy tale marriage meets reality? Too often, high expectations lead to disappointment, communication breaks down, and the struggles of day-to-day life become overwhelming, leaving you feeling lost and without hope. Unfortunately, marriage does not come with an instruction manual. Marriage troubles are deeply personal and can take a toll on you, your spouse, and your family. Counseling can be expensive, and divorce is very costly. It doesn't have to be this way. Caleb and Valinda understand your pain and frustration. Their mission is to help save as many marriages as possible, and to date, thousands of couples are helped through their weekly podcast. But the most important marriage they want to help save is yours. With a minimum of a $10 investment a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Learn more about saving marriages and how you can help at OYF.support. That's OYF.support. You're listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. Before the break, we were talking about how physical attraction is only one small piece of the puzzle when it comes to attraction. But let's take a moment for Linda to give folks a bit of a background psychology on how people let themselves go before looking at how this influence or this thought or line of thinking can be countered. So our society has a very narrow view of attractiveness, right? To be considered beautiful, a person has to be youthful, slim, fashionable, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. When a person reaches a certain age, it would be easy enough for them to feel like they can't live up to that standard of beauty anymore. And easy enough to come to conclude or believe that you're past it now and you can't be attractive. So they stop trying to be attractive. Okay. And when they stop trying to look good and stop taking care of themselves physically, your spouse is likely to notice this and actually find them less or find you less physically attractive as well. So thinking yourself unattractive becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Okay. I get that. But why do we have to try to be attractive? Okay, so when I'm when I'm kind of nudging folks back towards attractiveness, yeah. it's not I'm not saying you have to, you know, look like you're always ready to walk the runway, so to speak, mm-hmm. like to do the fashion model thing, but seeing yourself as a, an attractive person for your spouse is mainly where I'm okay. going with this. So that can even be more in like thought and confidence attitude. and attitude. Yes, yes. And and okay. towards the, you know, I'm not going to win the world's sexiest man competition. But in our marriage, I'm sexy for you. Okay. okay. That's what I mean. Right. And I guess this kind of goes back to like when I was sick for so long. Yeah. I was in like pajamas or sweats every day. Right. And the first day I actually got dressed in real clothes, so to speak, you commented on it. Huh. And I was so shocked. Why? Um... I guess because I wasn't even thinking about attractiveness. Just wasn't like on when the I radar. Was sick, not on the radar in the slightest. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh, like he likes this. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's where we're going here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
Well, I'm, I'm kind of going there, but just to the slightly different route. So let me just put this out there and then we'll see how okay. we end up lighting up. So when, when a person believes they're attractive or at least begins to act in an attractive way, if I can put it like that, like towards their spouse, it causes you to put more effort into your appearances, to act more confidently and to have higher self-esteem. When you believe that you are attractive. Yes. So is this like believing internally that I am attractive or believing that you find me attractive? B, especially the second one. Okay. Yeah. And this has the effect, but I'm, I'm sorry, I'm taking a general principle here into the coupleship. Okay. Okay. This has the effect of causing other people to see them as more attractive. So in the couple context, it means if you're believing you're attractive to your spouse and you're acting and holding that self-confidence inside your marriage, your spouse is actually going to see you that way. Okay. The belief about attractiveness is the catalyst here. And this means that if you can discover ways to increase the romance, the passion, the attraction between you and your spouse through working on things like intimacy, attentiveness, support, sex, and so on, like all of those general wider relationship mm-hmm. issues, that means that you can actually help your spouse to feel more attractive as well. If your spouse has been the person that lets themselves go, mm-hmm. you start to create the foster the belief in them that they are attractive and the fostering the belief becomes the catalyst. Oh, for turning things around because that will cause them to act in ways that make them feel more attractive. Okay. Am I making sense? Yeah, I think so. So that's what's cool about that is you can actually, because the question came is what if my spouse has let himself go? Yeah. And often in marriage, we're talking about changing yourself and this is a way in which you're changing yourself, but you're also shifting the dynamic of your relationship, which is going to challenge the beliefs of your spouse as well. And this Mm -hmm. can really create a positive cycle in, in your marriage overall. And, and when you think about this approach, the physical attractiveness becomes a secondary gain to taking care of the marriage issues and to fostering that belief in attractiveness. Okay. Am I making sense? So, so you're thinking about something. I am thinking about something because like letting himself go, does that mean that, you know, he just gained some weight or does it mean that, you know, he stopped bathing and doesn't brush his teeth and like, you I don't, don't want to get close to that. I don't know from the question that I was asked. Okay. But but here's the thing is is if if the if the dynamic of the relationship, let's say I'm the one who's letting myself go, but okay. if if the dynamic of the relationship can be shifted even just a little bit so I start to get the sense that you're interested in me, like attracted I'm a, to you. Yes. Yeah. Then I'm going to be like, well, I want to be attractive to you. It fosters Okay. It okay. fosters a response. Like I think it's almost like an, a knee-jerk response back. Hmm. It says, well, you know. Okay. So, so if you don't feel your spouse is attractive, what you're saying is that's like a secondary issue to the real challenges you're facing as a yeah. couple. Yeah. And if you get those sorted out, yeah, you'll the, probably find your spouse attractive again. Yes. Yeah. And okay. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not just going for a pitch on marriage counseling here, but this is really like when I've heard people complain about their spouses, letting them go. Yeah. It's not like they have a great marriage, but somebody's been eating too many donuts. It's like their marriage is not doing well. Oh. And, and like, how do you get someone to change their diet and their donuts and all that stuff? Yeah. Like that becomes a pretty big issue, but maybe what needs to happen here is you want to look at this loss of attractiveness as a symptom of, you know what, like we have some problems here between us that we have to sort out and we need to talk about our marriage. Okay. And then restore kind of the core, you know, emotional bond between you, the relational, spiritual, emotional connections. Yeah. 
And that turning towards and that creating of emotional and relational intimacy is going to have an effect on the sexual intimacy as well. Okay. I mean, this could be uprooting and challenging issues around that might be underlying this, like around depressions or addictions or anxieties or all these other things too. Like, so I'm, I'm talking about a bit of a journey here for sure. Okay. But I'm just saying is, I guess where the, the key shift is, is, is number one, the lack of physical attraction is probably a more a symptom than a, the original problem. Gotcha. So how do we deal with the original problems? And care enough about the marriage so that it fosters the belief about attractiveness. So that also begins to shift. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. It's very it's fairly nuanced, but pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Good. For let's, sure. Let's wrap it up, baby. Okay. We want to thank those of you who became patrons between this recording and our previous recording. We had Scott and Jeff and Mina. Thank you for coming on board with Only You Forever. Next week, Caleb. Next week, we're talking about what to do when your spiritual values don't align with your spouse's. Okay, this was another question that came in, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So we'll find out about that next week. Thank, that's all for today's episode. You can get the full show notes at oif.link slash 226. Find out how you can help marriages, go to oif.support. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is totally funded by listeners who support Caleb and Valinda in their mission to save marriages. If you would like to be part of this worthy cause, open your web browser to oyf.support. A minimum investment of $10 per month will help restore hope to married couples. Plus, as a patron, you'll gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Go to the website oyf.support now for more information. Thanks for listening to the Marriage Podcast for smart people from only you forever.